G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. G'day and welcome to a special bonus 2020 podcast for today, December 3rd, 2012. Don't forget, you can hear the full 2020 program every weekday on the Vision Radio Network in the West from 8, in Queensland from 10 and in the Eastern Daylight Saving States from 11 a.m. On today's program, we heard from Lucy Moore. Lucy is the founder of the Messy Church Movement. Yeah, there was once a day not so long ago when if you were a kid and you got to go to church, you were definitely and only seen and not heard and how things have changed. And now that we have Messy Church, this idea is making waves and expanding not just throughout the UK where it began, but across 12 countries, including Australia. The idea is once a month you get together all ages, to eat, worship, and get creative. Founder Lucy Moore is a professional actor and storyteller. She had this idea for families wanting to meet Jesus and belong to a church, but who didn't quite fit in with the more traditional Sunday morning church services. She has a desire to see families grow together and not outgrow Christianity at the age of 11. She's speaking to Lee Hatcher. It's a great idea, an intriguing idea. Thanks so much for joining us, Lucy. So you've got to tell us where all this vision started. You were living as an actress, performer and storyteller, and this is when and how you started Messy Church. Well, I was working at the time for a company called Bible Reading Fellowship, and uh, the acting and storytelling I was doing was with children in schools and in churches, exploring the Bible with them and bringing the Bible to life. There's a lot more freedom in the UK to go into schools where, where they're happy with that to bring the faith to life appropriately with children, of course. Yes. I, I was working on, on that side of BRF when, in my own church, the idea of Messy Church started up back in 2004. Pretty soon after that, um, we started getting requests for, from other churches to let them know how to do Messy Church as well. Well, the Messy Church stuff started taking over the, uh, the work in schools and churches from, um, from what I was doing before. How do you believe church was relating to families at the time that you had this idea back in 2004? It's very difficult to generalise because like in Australia, churches are so different across the spectrum. Yes. But for a lot of us, the problem is that on Sundays, it's really not a good day for families to go to church. And whereas traditionally there would have been nothing else to do on a Sunday anyway, and people would have had no transport to get anywhere, um, it would have been the dumb thing to have gone to church as a family. You would just have done it. Nowadays, there's so much choice, so many things to do. Uh, Sunday's often a family day. Um, the kids have got sport. Uh, they've got other things to do on a Sunday. There's, there's uh, a lot of shopping goes on on a Sunday as a kind of leisure activity. And people just don't church into their routine. So when does Messy Church happen then? Messy Church can happen <laughs> and does happen any time. Yes. Um, we've got Messy Churches happening all the way from, there are a few on Sundays, um, Sunday mornings, Sunday afternoons, but they're all through the week. It, it really depends when is 
the right time for people in, in your community to do it. Because um, uh, ours is after school on a Thursday, um, and other places say, oh, we're in a commuting community, so we wouldn't get any families coming um, after school uh, on, on a weekday. So let's go for a weekend and, and have it there. Apart from the time factor and what days are available or not, were you concerned about how the church was connecting with families? That is a problem. Um, it, it's very difficult not to sound terribly critical of, of kind of traditional church or inherited church or whatever we call it. I really don't want to do that. Mm. But the, the problem for a lot of churches is that what we do on a Sunday has kind of stopped connecting and the language that we use, the sort of religious rituals that we use, the churchiness of it all is increasingly very alien to a lot of people, uh, which is which is really sad um, because what we do on a Sunday suits a lot of Christians. It really is a, a great form of worship for a lot of people who've been brought up in the faith. But for people who are coming into it for the first time, it's, it's weird, frankly, and it's often exclusive and you don't know what to do. And... and because people are learning in different ways now at schools and we're communicating in different ways in the rest of society as well, we're used to being a lot more participative. We're used to joining in and chatting and criticising and commenting. And when, when it was a royal wedding here, my two children didn't just sit and watch the television. They rushed up and got their gadgets and spent the rest of the royal wedding tweeting and being on Facebook. Yes. But they, they didn't want to be passive anymore. They wanted to join in. Yes. And I think maybe we need to do more joining in in church and, and Messy Church lets you do that. So give us a sense of what you actually do in Messy Church. It's really good fun. Um, you, you get a warm welcome and your cups of tea and coffee and, and uh, juice and so on at the start. And then there's about an hour, so it's quite a long time, for exploring the Bible through hands-on stuff. It's, it's getting messy and it's, uh, it's making things and experimenting with things and, um, and playing games, but mostly being creative with the theme. So you wouldn't just be told the story of Daniel and the Lion's Den. You'd be making lions and you'd be uh, imagining what an angel who could protect you from lions might actually look like and, and creating that with, uh, with whatever materials you've got to have. And kids are doing that with their parents? They're doing it with their parents. That's very important that, that we don't have unaccompanied children. It's, it's meant to be a, a family thing that, that helps families come to faith together. Um, so that there isn't this idea that you, you, you switch off faith when you're 11 and that's it. Um, but they, they come together and that reinforces family, family bonds, really, family experience. Yeah. The best people to uh, help children to explore their faith are the, the parents or the parents of that family. Um, and the children help the parents explore that faith as well. So when they've done this hour of activities, um, everyone comes together and uh, we have a, about a quarter of an hour celebration and it's, it's a very short time of gathered worship with story, song and prayer uh, that just highlights the story that they've just done and helps people to respond to God and encounter God. Uh, and then we have a meal together. Um, and we, in our messy church, we sit round tables and have a, have a hot meal that the kitchen team has been preparing. Um, it's, it's, it's great fun and it's a lovely way of getting to know people and um, just just 
living out your faith yes. alongside them. Just as mm. they did in the early church, they especially ate together. Other than the great benefit of parents doing this stuff with their kids, is there value for the parents as well? So it's not just a child thing, Messy Church. Absolutely. It's difficult to say how much it does for parents. Jesus put a child in the midst of his disciples and the teachers and so on and said, look, unless you um, accept the kingdom of God like a child, you're, ne you're never going to get in. And if we don't ever interact with children, if we don't see children, um, if we don't spend time with them, we, we don't know what that means. We don't know what he's talking about then. So this idea of, of actually exploring your faith alongside a child is a huge privilege because yes. children will open up the Bible stories in a way that you've never even thought of before. So it's one thing to come up with this bright idea at your own local church, but then it starts to take off around the UK and beyond the UK's borders. How did that happen? It started taking off, really, um, largely because the Fresh Expressions team came and recorded it for their first DVD. And Fresh Expressions in the UK um, was taking off at about that time. And it was an organisation, and is an organisation, um, headed up by the Archbishop of Canterbury, so owned right from the heart of the Church of England and the Methodist Church. Um, and it, it aimed to, um, to support and resource and, and tell stories about uh, and to kind of give permission to exist to... Um, new expressions of church like ours, different ways of, of being a church. And so they filmed for their DVD and then took the DVD with them on uh, on all their travels. And they were training very early on in their development right across the world, um, including Canada and Australia and New Zealand. And so <laughs> very early on, way before we were ready for it. Yes. Um, people from Australia and New Zealand and so on were, were ringing up saying, oh, this looks good, can we do it? How it, do you do it? It <laughs> must have delighted you to see it take off like that. It was it was a huge surprise. Mm. We had, we just weren't expecting it at all. We'd just done it for our church. Uh, we had no intentions of it going further afield. And uh, yeah, it was very exciting and still is. You know, I love opening up my emails in the morning and finding emails from the other side of the world in there. It's, it's very wacky. Is there one particular story of one church or one congregation who picked this up that you can relate to us that demonstrates why this is such a great idea? I think my favourite story has been one of a church in Cornwall, uh, right in the south of England, in a very rural, very deprived area. And this little church, this little Methodist church, was on its last legs. They were they were really about to die, partly from old age, partly from uh, splits in the church, which had meant that people had left. And there was a little handful of, of the faithful few staying on at the church. And someone said to them, look, one of the, actually one of the congregations said, look, either we die gracefully and we close this church down, or we do something to come back to life. And I just heard about Messy Church. I think we could do this, but we need to all do it together if we're going to do it at all. We, we're not, it's not just going to be one or two of us. It's going to be the whole church, or not at all. So they all said, all right, we'll do it, and um, joined in. And if they were able-bodied, they came and joined in. If they weren't able-bodied, they prayed for it. And uh, it, people came. And they said it's, it's been a story of death to resurrection. Christ. People have come to their church who've uh, never set foot in a church before. The, some of the people who had left because of the upsets came back and 
wonderful story. And mm. people don't need permission to start their own messy church, but it'd probably be good to go to your website just to pick up a few ideas. Where's that? A lot of people think they get what messy church is without reading any of the books or the website, and they don't quite get it. They, they still see it in terms of old ways of doing church, so, so they might see it as a sort of Sunday school, and it really isn't. I think God's doing something a lot more radical with it and, yes. and changing the face of what church is all about. Um, so yes, I would say do go and have a read through the stuff and, and visit a messy church near you. Uh, you can you can find one on the directory of the website. Um, we invite people to sign up so that uh, other people can visit them. Well, Lucy, I think it's a great idea, and if it's saving churches and bringing life out of death in churches, what a great thing that is. Congratulations, and thanks so much for sparing the time for us. Lucy Moore, thank you. Thank you very much. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.